Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. 735, it's Brandon Boxer. Good to have you with us this morning. Just days after Ohio State's dominating win over Michigan State. And to be honest with you, it's not that we expected anything different. But it's looking forward now to Minnesota this coming up weekend and just around the corner, a trip to Ann Arbor on the Legacy LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line. I want to welcome Best Buckeye coverage analyst Jeff Logan, who's with us right now. Je- Jeff, uh, with a 3-6 and six team going in that we were facing, I- I'm probably not at all surprised about the outcome of Saturday's game. No, and you know, going into the, into the game, I think the, the key was uh, recognition that this is a, a a team which doesn't even have a soul. I mean, they are lost out there. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you don't have to go out and take care of business and do it quickly. And that's been the challenge for our Ohio State football team. A lot of this season is getting started quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, putting a hammer down early in a game of somebody you should dominate. And it was refreshing to finally see that kind of result on Saturday evening. Jeff, how gifted is Marvin Harrison Jr.? My goodness. <laughs> he is the best player in the country. There's no question about it. If you, if, you know, we, we can argue all we want about Heisman and everything else. Um, <laughs> but if you were going to build your football team around one guy, I think he would certainly be in the, the top two or three. So he certainly belongs in New York. There's some great quarterback play around the country. And uh, we all know that that Heisman Trophy award has a tendency to go to those quarterbacks. But Marvin Harrison Jr., if you watch some of the isolation shots that TV had during the game, he was making defensive backs that are Division One football players just look silly out there. Yeah. And I will tell you this, the other thing we've got to recognize is Kyle McCord was on target and dropped some passes in there that were just absolutely perfect, not only to Marvin Harrison Jr., but the back shoulder throw that he had to – uh, Farmer Gronk uh, to our tight end yeah. Over, <laughs> yeah. was absolutely special. To that point, Jeff, Kyle McCord's uh, accuracy definitely improved over the weekend at Saturday's game. Yeah, you know, he, he got started uh, hot in the week in the game a week ago against Rutgers. He completed 11 in a row, and this week he was, uh, I think, 80% through the first quarter. I mean, he was just absolutely spectacular. Um, for the season, he's completed 66% of his passes, 20 touchdowns, only three interceptions. And when you look at those touchdowns and you look at Marvin Harrison Jr. as being a part of it, Marvin Harrison Jr. became the first receiver in the history of Ohio State football with back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving right. years. So that is, you know, it's just enjoy it while you can, folks, because uh, this is one special guy. Yeah. Do you think he'll be gone after this year? What do you think will happen? <laughs> I don't, there's no chance he's hanging around. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's enough nil money on the table uh, to keep him out of the NFL. And and quite frankly, he belongs in the NFL. He is too good for the game of college football. And uh, really look forward to it. By the way, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you've taken uh, uh, a look at the Heisman campaign that they've come up with for 
uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., but it's a, a terrific picture of him with the Heisman Trophy and the words, here comes the son, S-O-N, as in the son of <laughs> Marvin Harrison Sr. <laughs> and I think what we need, we need that Beatles song playing in the uh, stadium whenever Marvin Harrison there you catches go. football and everybody's singing, here comes the son. <laughs> there you go. I like that. That's a fantastic idea. Hey, one thing we saw, too, with uh, Saturday's game, and by the way, Jeff Logan is with us, uh, Best Buckeye coverage analyst with the Bucks line and pre- and uh, post-games. We saw the workloads reduced, uh, so uh, more playing time for the, the younger players. Probably not a bad idea to get them more involved, especially with a game like that. Yeah, really interesting. We noticed in pregame that Devin Brown, who is the backup quarterback, uh, to Kyle McCord, and uh, of course he got hurt in the Penn State game with the ankle injury, and he basically injured himself again warming up, and so we're sitting there thinking, okay, you get up about five scores in this game, Kyle McCord is coming out. Who's going in a quarterback? Because nobody beyond Devin Brown had played all season long, and we got to see the true freshman out of out of uh, South Dakota, Lincoln Kleinholz, went in and played in the <laughs> second half, and actually looked pretty good for a kid that it's been running scout plays all season long. How about that? Hey, coming up on Minnesota, final home game of the season for the Buckeyes before that trip to Ann Arbor um, next weekend after uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, what do we? Is it similar to Michigan State? We're in regards to Minnesota. How do we look at this game coming up? Um, a similar record, uh, probably a little bit better football team than. Uh, than Michigan State was, but this is not a very good Minnesota football team. From a a ranking standpoint, total offense, they're 111th in the country. Uh, Total defense, they're 52nd. Um, They're they're just not really all that good. And, you know, at one point in time, about three weeks ago, they were in the driver's seat in the uh, Big Ten West. They were the only team that controlled their own destiny. And then they went out and lost games to Illinois and Purdue and really put them back in the middle of the pack. So, uh, they're trying to get uh, bowl eligible, uh, which is something that doesn't ring very well in Columbus, Ohio. Um, you know, bowl eligibility for us usually starts in July. So uh, we're not, <laughs> excuse me, overly concerned about just getting bowl eligible. Hey, can I ask you a little bit about Michigan? Uh, over the weekend, of course, we saw all the dramatics and we saw the game with Michigan beat Penn State at Happy Valley. The emotion of the interim coach uh, afterwards, uh, the 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 Twitter word bet uh, from a few players, including Tom Brady. Uh, it, it didn't. None of that seemed to phase at least the players who were playing the game, which is good. Yeah, it's really interesting. I heard Urban Meyer before the game on their pregame show talk about the fact that he would love to coach an angry football team, and that's exactly what the Michigan football team was going into that game. Now, uh, they can be as angry as they want to, but uh, eventually they're going to have to look themselves in the mirror and face the facts that are out there. But, you know, the behavior of their coach after the game I thought was dreadful, uh, but it just seems to be the smugness of the uh, Michigan uh, fan base, the Michigan administration, the Michigan team with respect to uh, what evidence is out there and what has been proven. Uh, And time will tell. I mean, the suspension of Jim Harbaugh for three games means very little. Uh, Ultimately, uh, when the hammer comes down on this, I think that they're going to have to pay the piper. I mean, what I found interesting, though, Jeff, is technically he's just not allowed on the sidelines, but he's allowed to do a lot of other things, though. Oh, he's Hardball. got full, co- 
full coaching access during the week, just can't be there on game day. Um, and, uh, you know, between you and me, I think uh, not having Einstein on the sidelines is probably a benefit for Michigan. But, uh, you know, on, only time will tell how that goes. But uh, we, gotta, we just got to take care of business this week and get ready to go play. Uh, the one thing that, that in watching the Michigan-Penn State game, everybody thought that Michigan was the most complete team in the country based on their performance let it, uh, leading up to the Penn State game. And I don't think there was any question about that, but they had not played anybody of any magnitude. And in this game against Penn State, I thought they came in there. They were very vanilla. Uh, They ran the ball well. They didn't throw the ball at all. In fact, they they did not attempt a pass in the second half in that game. They just decided we're going to tuck it, run it, and win this game and get ready for Ohio State. I'm at the nail salon. I'm at the grocery store. I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Wait, she's at the nail salon and the grocery store? I'm at the combination nail salon and grocery store. Groceries through Instacart delivered to my door. I don't have to choose between acrylics and the grocery store. 